Welcome to the Mommy Sober Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Berkeley Boren. Inspired by my own journey from mommy wine culture to mommy sober culture, I want to explore our personal and cultural relationships with alcohol and sobriety. We'll look at not only the role that alcohol plays in our lives, but also self-care, wellness and spirituality, motherhood, and sisterhood. I hope that through this podcast, you realize that you are not alone in this journey. And I hope we have some fun along the way. Thanks for listening. Today's podcast, we are going to be talking about alcohol-free vacations. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, they can be done, and I have done them. And yes, they can be awesome. So let's get into it. So as you may or may not know, if you've listened to my other podcasts, I became started my alcohol-free journey. I became alcohol-free Uh, New Year's Eve of last year. So almost 10 months now I have been alcohol free. I had other, I had had other times um, in the past few years where I'd had short stints without alcohol, but this um, is my, my final one. So I have been alcohol free for almost 10 months. When I first started um, in January or December 31st last year, I knew that was it. I knew I was done drinking, that I wanted to be alcohol-free. I had been sober curious off and on for a while, and this was going to be it for me. We already, at that time, had a cruise booked and planned for May of this last year. And with our package came free unlimited bar. So I knew that was on the horizon. And when I decided to be alcohol-free for good, I just kind of couldn't think about that trip. Every time I thought about it, I just felt sad or anxious or how am I going to do that? So I would just put it off. I would do kind of like I've heard other people say to do, I'm going to be alcohol-free today. So I wouldn't think about the vacation. I'm going to be alcohol-free today. I'm going to be alcohol-free this week, this month. Prior to going on that vacation, we went on a little trip that we go on all the time with some friends of ours, just a little weekend getaway. It usually involves um, a lot of drinking in the past and still did, still did for the other couple that was with us. Um, and that was fine. I didn't drink on that and I was really fine with it better than I expected to be. It was nice. Normally on that trip, we have a, a, a night where we all go out and then the next day is generally pretty rough for everybody. And it was so nice to wake up feeling refreshed, to wake up not wanting to lie in the bathtub and suck on a wash rag. I felt wonderful and it it was a nice confirmation that I had made the right choice. And it was a short little two-night trip 
where I could kind of flex my sobriety muscle, I guess, and I really enjoyed myself. I didn't really miss having alcohol on the trip. I am a proponent for myself, not for anybody else because everybody chooses what's right for them, but I like to get mocktails. I would get um, just because I used to drink club soda and tequila with lime, and so I would just get club soda with lime, and I, then I kind of felt apart. I felt like I was getting a little treat. I'm not a big soda drinker. I'm not a big juice drinker. So I was going to either drink that or water. So I was drinking my club soda and lime and felt good about it. Had a great time. Still, after that vacation, I couldn't really wrap my head around the cruise. Having a sober cruise. I We've been on several cruises before. They were never sober. Even with our kids. And so it was... It was just kind of there, and I just couldn't think about it. So as the cruise got closer, I still couldn't bring myself to really think about it. Um, I it was just kind of in my it was in the back of my mind, and I just kept telling myself, "Well, I'm not going to drink today." And I really was getting more and more to where I didn't even have the desire to drink. It wasn't a big thing for me. I didn't have to think about it much. You know, in the beginning, you kind of have to talk yourself out of drinking. And I was getting to the point where I would have had to talk myself into drinking. So as the cruise approached, people were asking me, friends were asking me, my husband was asking me, because he still drinks, are you going to drink on the cruise? Are you going to drink on the cruise? So I decided to, to tell myself, I will let myself drink on the cruise if that's what I want. I decided I was going to be kind to myself. I was never a, a blackout drinker. I wasn't someone who did real dumb stuff in front of my kids kind of drinker. So I thought, yes, if I want to drink on the cruise, I will. I knew I didn't want it to be like past vacations where you kind of drink all day on vacation. And then the next day you kind of don't feel great in the morning because you drank all day the day before. And so you have to start drinking in the morning, or at least that's how we did it. You kind of have to hair the dog it the next morning so that you can feel okay. Now, that wasn't every day of my life. That was just on vacations. And like I said, I don't think my kids ever even realized that we were drinking quite a bit. I could always hold my alcohol pretty well um, and never never did anything wild or crazy. So I decided, even if I do drink on the cruise, I haven't been drinking, so I'm not going to drink very much. But if I want to have a drink or a few, I will. That's the narrative I told myself. That's what I told my friends and my family and everybody. And in my life, everybody's been fine with that because I'm not someone who has ruined their life with alcohol. There are some people the people, everyone would get mad at them if they were to drink on a vacation or to drink at all. That's not my reality. Everybody would be fine if I drank. Now, at this point, people would be surprised, like, oh, you're, you're drinking again? But it wouldn't cause anyone to cut me off or be mad at me or anything like that. 
So we go on the cruise. We first is the airports. We flew to, we had to fly to one city, stay the night, and then fly to another city. And I didn't realize I hadn't wanted a drink. Like I said, it wasn't a, I had gotten to the point where I would have to talk myself into it instead of talking myself out of it. I didn't think about alcohol much at all. I had set the intention to be like a person who never drank. And that's how I was feeling, who had never drinking in the first place. And that's how I was feeling. I didn't feel like someone who wanted it and couldn't have it. I felt like someone who didn't care about it until we got to the airport. Something about airports. It's stressful in airports. You've got kids in airports. There's people everywhere. Everybody's hustle and bustle and you have this time crunch and you're going through security and they're yelling at you. And sometimes there's like drug dogs and mean people. And then you get in there and you got to find the right gate and you got to make sure your kids are okay. And you got to go to the bathroom 18 times and you got to get million dollar food that is crappy that they sell in the airport. And I just found myself really wanting a glass of wine really badly. Worse than I had almost the whole time I had been alcohol free was in this airport. And I talked myself out of it for the first time in a long time. I had told myself, you can drink on this vacation, but I thought, no, I'm not there yet. I don't want to start right now. I can do this. I can do an airport without a drink. Come on, girl, you can do this. So I did it. And then we got to our hotel and luckily we're in a state where they, some states, you know, they sell alcohol like in the hotels. Our state does not, or in convenience stores. Our state does not. And we got to our hotel and I said to my husband, uh, if they sold alcohol here, like downstairs bottles of wine, I would have gotten one. And he said, do you want me to go get you one? I said, no, but God was looking out for me. There was no alcohol there. And now normally I would have brought the alcohol with me to have in the hotel prior to the, prior to the cruise. There's no alcohol there. So I passed that little trying moment. Then we get on the ship. And we were just having so much fun. I was drinking. I started drinking mocktails. I drank virgin mojitos, which were wonderful. Virgin strawberry daiquiris. Virgin anything they could make virgin. I drank it and they were wonderful and they looked like a real drink and they tasted better than a real drink. And once we got on the ship, I really found myself being okay. There was a lot of drinking on the ship. There was different pools. There was the adults only pool and then there was the family pool. Well, we hung out at the family pool cause we've got kids, young teenagers preteen and teenager and they had a bunch of slides we took a Norwegian cruise which was wonderful and amazing they had a whole bunch of slides and we found you know beach chairs in the shade that we would hang out at and whenever we would go by the adults only pool I mean those people were going hard hard at it and sitting in the sun they were getting real sunburned 
blistery. And I found myself, instead of being around people who were drinking and wanting it, it was turning me off from it even more. And as that, even the very first day, and then the next day was a C day. So by the end of the second day, being clear headed, I found was really wonderful. I also was able to gauge my kids' reactions more to inebriated people. I feel like when I was inebriated, I couldn't gauge their reactions as well. And like I said, our kids didn't see it that much in us. We have drank their whole life. So, I mean, just, you know, before I quit drinking, one of my kids one time asked me, have you ever been drunk? And I thought, oh gosh, I'm glad you don't realize. (laughs) But I could see their reactions to the other people being drunk on the ship. And the, the way I can best describe it is unsafe. It made them feel a little unsafe to see these people who seemed unpredictable, loud, slurry, walking funny. And the way they would look at me and my husband... I mean, he was drinking, but he wasn't drunk, especially not like these people. The way they would look at us, like, oh my gosh, can you believe them? And they just felt unsafe around these people because of their unpredictability. And I just was so grateful in those moments that I was clear-headed and present and could make my kids feel safe. We saw people throw up. Which wasn't a ton. I don't want to, that sounds like bad for Norwegian cruises. It was fine. It wasn't just a giant party ship. But there was a lot of people who were pretty drunk, especially the later it got in the evening, especially on the sea day. We saw someone throw up and my girls asked me, my younger one said, why would people, that's so gross. Why would anybody want, did he drink, did he throw up from drinking too much? And we said, yeah. Why would anybody want to do that? And I was like, exactly. Exactly. So I started to notice another thing on the ship was I wasn't, it was so freeing to not plan our excursions around alcohol, which is something that I didn't necessarily realize that I did before I quit drinking. But I did. I would wonder, okay, is this going to have, is this excursion going to have alcohol? Is this, is there a place we can drink? Is there going to be alcohol? on the boat that we're going, getting off on, you know, is the little island that we're going to snorkel to, does that have alcohol? And I didn't even think about it when I was booking our excursions. It never even crossed my mind. And it was so freeing to not have to think about that. I did have to think about a little bit, are they going to feed us? Because my kids are going to get hungry. But I never had to think about alcohol. It wasn't part of the planning. And I feel like maybe there were things that we've missed out on in the past. Great excursions and great experiences because we made sure that alcohol was included in those experiences. So that was super freeing. And I noticed that I, when I was on vacation and you're drinking all day, I would get on this loop of in the afternoon, my gosh, I was so sleepy. I mean, you start out with mimosas. Bloody Marys. And then at lunch, you're having some drinks. By the afternoon, you need a nap. 
People were falling asleep in their chairs by the ocean or by the pool. I would, I remember on our vacation before that, the summer before to Hawaii, that I was in the afternoons. We were pretty busy most of the time. So I was drinking five hour energies or Red Bulls or Monsters every afternoon to keep going. And I was so grateful to not be on that cycle, to not be on the sleepy cycle, to not be on the cycle where I get short with my kids and my family because I'm sleepy, because I've been drinking. And so the longer the vacation went on, the easier it got for me to not drink on it. Um, I did. So, and when I say that I'm alcohol free, I have tasted a friend's mimosa and tasted like a nap to me. It just tasted like it would make me sleepy. And I had a couple of drinks of wine on our cruise. Um, I don't consider that, I consider that fine for me. I didn't have a drink and I didn't have drinks and I didn't get drunk. But I had told myself the whole time, you can have a drink if you want. And I had a moment when we were at this Brazilian steakhouse on the cruise where everybody was getting red wine and I used to love pairing wine with food. I thought, I'm going to get a glass of red wine. So I got one. And everybody was fine with it. And then I took a drink of it. I took probably two drinks of it. And realized I didn't even like the flavor. And while I was telling myself a narrative in my head of, it's fine for you to drink, I still would have had to talk myself into it, even though it was sitting there in front of me, even though it didn't bother my husband, it didn't bother my kids. I was thinking, I just don't want this. I would have to talk myself into drinking this. It doesn't taste that good. It hasn't added anything to my meal. And if anything, it'll just make me feel guilty or shameful. And I don't want that. I love feeling great. I love feeling so in control of myself. It makes me feel like I control can control anything and do anything. So probably the first time, I don't know, ever, I took a couple of drinks of this glass of wine and then it sat there and went undrinking. And that was maybe the first time ever I've left a glass of wine like that and it was wonderful. And we finished the vacation and I still sometimes look back on it and I'm like, wow, I did that. I went on a whole cruise with unlimited alcohol and didn't drink and didn't and I was okay. I wasn't trying to talk myself out of it every day. I wasn't missing it every day. I had a wonderful, wonderful time. I was fully present for every moment. I was fully present for my kids. I wasn't sleepy. I woke up every morning feeling great and wonderful and not hungover, not shaky, not queasy. It was amazing. And I just want to encourage anybody if you're looking ahead to your future and you think, okay, I can do this now, but what about, what about? You just take it a day at a time. And when that day comes, you take the day as it comes. And I will tell you that every day that you don't drink, you feel stronger and better and more able to do it. And you get to a point like I did on my vacation where it wasn't like I got through the vacation without drinking and I had to hold myself off. I could have drinking on the vacation. I would have been fine. It would have been free. I didn't want to. 
and I had a wonderful time. And I remember every morning and every evening and every in-between. And it was magical. It was wonderful. Since then, I've been on a girl's trip with a friend who still drinks, but since I was drinking less, she drank less, and we talked about, you know, we were at this um, spa, and they had all these different pools that you could go to, saltwater pools, healing pools. It was the neatest place, and we talked about how, man, in the past, we probably would have planned this whole thing around alcohol. We would have spent $200, $300, $400 here. Where can we go to get our alcohol here and spent crazy amounts of money? But instead, we drank water from a fresh spring, and we stayed hydrated, and we had a wonderful, relaxing time. And then we had plenty of energy when we went back to our hotel to get dressed and go out that night and had a wonderful time that night. And then the next morning, we felt great. So I'm here to tell you vacations can be done. They can be amazing. They're going to be even better, better than they've been in the past, better than you can imagine without alcohol. Your life is waiting, and it is so much more glorious to be fully present, fully aware, and fully showing up for your day-to-day life, your vacations, and all the special moments in between. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mommy Sober Culture. My hope is that after listening to each episode, you come away feeling encouraged, hopeful, and seen. If you enjoy this content, be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you'll be the first to know every week when the new episode drops. Also, if you have any questions or anything you'd like me to talk about, please feel free to email me at burkebrenn.com at manifesting-mama.com. I'll link it below. Have a great day.